Welcome to another episode of Paul on Power, Power System Design's podcast on the latest in power and power design. I'm your host, Alex Palt, and today I've got Joe Scorians. He's the uh, a product manager in the uh, Rack Power Group over at Eaton, and we're going to talk about the state of Rack Power and uh, where it's going because there's a lot of things happening in that space. Isn't that right, Joe? Welcome to the show. That's correct. Yeah, thanks a lot for having me. I really appreciate it. Well, I mean, there are. We've been talking a lot lately about the cloud and about smart grid and the Internet of Things, but at the end of the day, there's still a lot going on that have to be powered by racks that are on racks that have, you know, industrial environments, server farms. I mean, the rack is not going anywhere. Yeah, that's correct. I mean, really what we're seeing is, uh, if anything, uh, the rack is getting more prevalent as we see a push towards the cloud, uh, whether it be small or even some of these mega data centers that are powering uh, what's known as the cloud. And so what we really see is um, the the rack environment may be changing a little bit, but there's still a a need for power at the rack level and and probably, if anything, more uh, higher densities at at the rack level. So we're seeing these larger uh, blade servers, higher density 1U, 2U servers that are pushing up that, uh, that power requirement. Well, and uh, Joe, that's one of the things right off the bat. I mean, every application space is being beaten about the head and shoulders by power density demands. Wh- where where are we, and where do you see that going? We we see really a, a shrinking a shrinking overall footprint, but at the same time, the power demands are going up. So, you know, where in the past we, we were seeing a, a five kilowatt rack, uh, we're seeing. You know, we're seeing 9 kilowatt up to 17 kilowatt becoming more uh, more standard. And so what's happening is the footprint is, is shrinking. So you, can, you can get more compute into a smaller space. But at the same time, uh, as, as I said, the power requirements are, are expanding. And that's not just a density issue. That's a thermal management issue, right? Yeah, it definitely is. I, I mean, uh, along with the power comes the heat that's generated by that. So um, we, we see containment solutions, whether it be row containment, uh, rack containment, uh, even out, even uh, using using outdoor air to cool uh, data centers becoming more common. So what's happening is the overall temperature is increasing in the in the rack environment and, and uh, puts more strain on our on our type of product, on a rack PDU product, to be in a much hotter environment than it has been in the past. Mm-hmm. What are some of the other challenges going on right now? Well, another challenge is just the overall um, you know, the, the idea that, that you need to be able to monitor and really manage your power. So so in the past, uh, I would say data centers were almost kind of a black hole for energy usage. Um, and uh, maybe I'm exaggerating a little bit, but, you know, it, it, was, it wasn't looked at. It was looked at as a necessary evil, so they didn't concern themselves so much with power consumption. Over the last couple of years, we've seen a lot more focus on how much energy that data center is consuming. And so we're seeing customers... Um, really using monitoring, so the capability to remotely monitor and manage power is becoming the standard in the data center now. Uh, no longer can you just uh, look at it at a at a facility level. You have to look at it at a granular level, which which is uh, down to the rack, and in, and in some cases even down to the outlet level. So looking at what each individual server is drawing for power, and so you know really the purpose behind that is I always use the analogy if you were looking to lose a little bit of weight. Uh, every morning you're going to hop on that scale and you're going to see see your progress. So you want to you want to see uh, downward progress, and if you're not seeing that downward progress, you're going to make some changes to your diet. So really, the same thing is is what energy monitoring is all about: looking at your consumption, seeing if if the changes you're making are having an effect, and if they're not, you know, taking kind of reevaluating your strategy. 
Well, and that makes a lot of sense. Now, that brings into other issues, though, things like communication protocols and uh, also there are hardware interface issues when you start talking about communications protocols. And if it's a wireless interface issue, then that's even more protocols involved. Uh, do you see any confusion or do you see any fighting in that command and control language space? Well, when it comes to the, to the, um, the data center space in particular, uh, you know, the, this term uh, DCIM, which has become, you know, kind of a, kind of a catch-all phrase for really any data center-related software that, man, that, that monitors power and really looks at the physical infrastructure space. And what we see is a very, um, a, a very uh, complicated landscape. We see a lot, of, a lot of companies out there, some established providers, some newer providers, who are, you know, who are providing software solutions. So the challenge is a rack power distribution manufacturer is being able to interface with this large variety of software packages that are out there. And, you know, at the same time, uh, Eaton, Eaton is offering their own solutions. So, of course, we, you know, when you're looking at your own software, you can work hand-in-hand hand for integration. When you're looking at third-party, uh, it's really important that we have kind of an open interface that's compatible with, with everything out there. So specific to our rack power distribution products, we use SNMP, which is a very uh, common way to interface in the data center and the IT space, and um, very open standard that allows us to uh, communicate with any third-party software. And at the same time, we have, um, you know, of course, kind of extra capability with our own with our own software. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that you know, and that makes a lot of sense because it's software is becoming such a critical aspect of power. I mean, it wasn't that long ago that software wasn't even an issue. When you were, if you told someone you were a power engineer or a power systems designer, they assumed you were just an analog guy. And then digital started creeping in, and now you, there are people who are completely software engineer only who consider themselves power management specialists now. Yeah, that's really true, and it's even complicated more when you look at things like virtualization, which have really changed the, uh, you know, the computer, the whole computer industry. And so uh, Eaton's really taken a leadership role when it comes to virtualization with, uh, with the first virtualization-friendly power management software. So it's really software that's able to, to sit at that virtualization level uh, rather than having to access a separate application to, uh, to manage your power. Um, and, and like I say, it's, it's really a um, – it's not a one-size-fits-all. I mean, really, there's a lot of solutions out there, and it's a matter of tailoring what fits right for the size of your facility and the objectives, uh, the objectives of your facility. Right, and then that makes a lot of sense. Now, um, you had mentioned something about a software solution on your side. What about some of the uh, hardware, uh, what, what recent devices have you come out with to address this uh, space? Well, I'm very excited. We, we've just recently introduced a new uh, rack power distribution product line called our EPDU G3 uh, platform. And so for us, this is an evolution of the not only the the physical uh, architecture itself, but also the uh, the software and the network card. So along with that, we're introducing a next-generation network card. I talked before about uh, the capability to, to kind of integrate in with a variety of different, um, you know, network management software. And so this new network card supports all the, you know, the typical protocols, uh, also has a local local LCD capability. So when you're in the local environment, you can do uh, power monitoring at the rack level. You can look at alarms. You can do configuration at the rack level. So, so again, there's kind of two components. There's this remote monitoring capability, but then also the local capability to be able to manage, whether it be a small in a small rack environment or even in a large data center, when you're out on the floor to be able to, to look at your power and understand what's happening at the rack level. Uh, so, you know, when we kind of looked at this next generation platform, we saw monitoring, monitoring of course, is a, is a critical aspect. 
but also just uh, fit, fitting into the rack environment so that the whole um, the mechanical fit into the rack so that when, uh, when customers are actually installing this product into one of many different racks uh, that could be purchased, making sure that it's effortless. So we've got a, mm-hmm. a toolless mounting method where the PDU just hangs right in the back of the rack uh, so from out of box to startup, uh, it's less than five minutes per uh, you know per rack PDU, and and you know compared to what other people are doing out there, um, you know who have brackets and other things that are more complicated, it's really a huge time saver for our uh, for our customers. I can imagine. So now, where are we going with all of this? Uh, you know, the, you told us a little bit about where we are. Uh, can you be prognosticator and uh, tell us a little bit about where you think it's going? Sure, sure. So, you know, there's kind of uh, beyond monitoring, the, ne- the next step is this whole idea of management. So being able to actually control power uh, remotely. And so we have we have products today that, that do this, and we'll, we'll be expanding that product set over the coming months. Uh, so it's, it's the capability to turn power on and off at the outlet level. So you can essentially take a server and you can remotely shut that server down or reboot that server. And so what you find is um, customers wanting to not only monitor their power, but also manage it, you know, and be able to shut shut down servers when they're not being used so they can reduce their power usage footprint. Uh, also, the whole idea of being able to power cycle something remotely. So if some, if some server were to lock up, uh, rather than having to go on site and actually re- reset that server, you can remotely manage that. Uh, today, time is, uh, you know, time is, is huge. I mean, everyone's got too much to do and not enough time to do it. So the last thing you want to do is spend spend an hour of your time going on site to, you know, to manage a server. Um, beyond that, we see the power densities, like I said before, are, are creeping up, but we don't see kind of new high, high limits being set. Um, it, it kind of seems like when you get to a certain level, the thermal, the thermal issues, you know, getting that heat out of the rack, uh, there's only, you know, so fast you can get the heat out of the rack. So we see kind of that um, anywhere from, you know, 8.6 kilowatts to 17 kilowatts, that's kind of kind of the max range, max range that we see today. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, that's very good, Joe. Um, what I like to do is I always like to give our uh, guests last words. So do you have any final thoughts for the audience before we close out the episode? Yeah, definitely. Um, so you know, I, I just encourage people as they're looking at, um, at, at they're looking at their platform to make sure that they're when they're selecting a Rack PDU, Something that's uh, that's easy to use, easy to install, so you know you can so you can save time in the installation process, process, but also looking at remote monitoring and making sure that that some of those advanced capabilities are being considered when designing a system. Uh, you know, especially considering decisions made today, that probably is going to be in use for a number of years, and um, it's very hard. You can't really go back later and retrofit that kind of capability. So we tell customers to plan not only their technology but also plan their power up front so they don't have to go back later on and, and do some sort of retrofit. And of course, I would, I would love it if you, you know, customers, would, uh, your, your viewers would take a look at Eaton as a solution and consider our EPDU G3 uh, next generation platform. <laughs> Thanks, Joe. And, what, and what's the URL again? Uh, it's uh, eaton.com slash EPDU G3. Excellent. Well, hey, Joe, thank you so much for coming on the show and giving us an insight into where the rack space is and uh, a bit on where it's going. It was glad, I'm glad to have you, and uh, we'll bring you back on the show. We'll talk about it some more. All right. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Take care. Oh, pleasure's ours. And I'd like to thank everybody out there in the audience for taking the time to listen to us. We wouldn't be here without you. Tell your friends. This is Alex Paul for Paul Tom Power. 
Have a great day.